Well, hey there, Damian Mason with Extreme Ag coming at you to talk about a cool lab that we're going to be doing in Arian, Iowa, on the property of Kelly Garrett. Kelly Garrett, one of the founding members of Extreme Ag. Aaron Stahl is the territory rep for Agro Liquid, covering Iowa and North Missouri. You probably have heard about some of the lab work that we're doing with our business partners, and we're really excited because AgroLiquid has got some big stuff going on. Four of our producers, Temple Roads in uh, Maryland, Kevin in North Carolina, Chad in Alabama, and Kelly in Iowa are going to be doing pretty big wholesale stuff, like 40, 80 acre trials. You know, none of this field day crap where you go out there and get on a hay wagon and they show you like a four row corn planter planted 100 <laughs> yards worth of corn and tell you how amazing it is. This is real stuff. We're going to hear about what they're doing and what they seek to find out. Hint, it's a lot about calcium, 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 calcium. So if you want to learn about calcium as a limiting factor and keeping your yields down, you're at the right place. Aaron Stahl, talk to me about what's going to happen at Garrett Land and Cattle this summer with the field day and more importantly, the trial, the lab you're putting on. There, there's a lot of great things going on at uh, Kelly's place there. We're doing a couple different ones, um, doing a couple things with uh, soybeans as far as some in-furrow and then some uh, foliar. So the foliar one that I'm going to be responsible for is uh, a, a gallon of our end response, which is our fast release nitrogen, um, two gallons of sure K, which is hey, Aaron, Aaron, I have to tell you this because we have a lot of Southerners that follow us because Matt Miles brought them in and they listen as fast as they talk, which means you're talking so fast right now <laughs> that they're going to have to go okay. back and hit rewind. Uh, so just slow down just a well, little Well, you say 12 minutes. I'm like, I gotta, <laughs> I know. And we're all excited. And I'm a fast talker also. I had to hang around yeah. Matt Miles a lot to figure out it's actually with, if I'm not drunk, it's hard for me to talk that slow, but I'm learning. All right. So the, the trial, you're, the labs you're doing, I guess the big thing is, and I talked about this on the other stuff we recorded, it ain't four acres. It ain't two acres. It's bigger no. acre stuff. So we can actually get a, it's more real. Yep. How yep. big? So that's the beauty about all this. This is not just a, a five acre patch. We're going, you know, 40 acre chunks at a lot of these locations. So, and it's over rolling hills, a lot of different soil types, a lot of different soil structures. So that's the beauty of this. We're not getting a, just a tiny snapshot. This is stuff that can be used in other areas. So, yeah. you know, a lot of our stuff came from Michigan, which a lot of doesn't, doesn't correlate. Well, this here, what Kelly has, it's going to correlate well with other growers across my region. So, um, the soybean trials with the calcium, you know, I'll let uh, Kelly elaborate a little bit, but what we're going for is he's got some insoluble calcium issues. So th that's a limiting factor. So he's trying to push these high yields and with uh, non-soluble calcium, that liberate we put in furrow is actually like the backbone structure, which allows all the other nutrients to cross. So this increases the yields that he's going after. So that's one of the focuses we're going to be at one of the trials. We've spoken about this before, Kelly. We recorded some stuff that's, if you're interested in the calcium thing, uh, dear listener, go and check it out because we shot some really good stuff. I'm not even sure it was with AgroLiquid, but it wasn't even about a product specifically. It was about the calcium issue in the field right behind your shop and your main uh, HQ there. You you said something, that, and I'm still like trying to go back to Agronomy 101. You're like, I've got tons of calcium, but it's not available. I'm like, how's that happen? So talk to me about the calcium issue and what you are going to specifically hope to figure out with your labs with AgroLiquid. So in our soils here, the Less Hills, Western Iowa, you know, we're on the east side of that. Calcium can be the most prevalent nutrient, most prevalent element in the soil. And calcium is a double positive charge. So it is, it's a bully in the soil and it ties up everything because it's, it's trying to get neutral. So I have all this calcium, it's tying up my other fertility 
And, you know, you want 65% calcium in your soil to be perfectly balanced, which is what I strive for. There's places I have 85 and 90%. It's my biggest yield limiting factor. But then it's also my biggest nutrient deficiency because it's unavailable, because it's tied up, because of this double positive charge. So in, the, in June of 2021, Jason Slide, my good friend and an agronomist that we work with, was here and we're looking through fields. And he said, I have looked at 8,000 tissue samples this year across all crops and calcium is the biggest nutrient deficiency across all of those. And he said, I'm sure it's probably yours. So we, that seemed odd to me again, because the amount of calcium that I have in the soil, Evans and I started looking and sure enough, it is. So mm -hmm. then we started looking at the skeletal structure that adds to soybeans. We started looking at the, how it helps in the corn plant, things like that. And we, uh, we have documented many times, especially in soybeans, how it improves the skeletal structure. And it is a big, big thing. You, um, you've got a couple of good stories. So the, the labs you're doing, you're doing with corn and with soybeans, right? So you're devoting, yes. we're devoting 80 acres uh, at Garrett Land and Cattle, plus probably some controls. How many acres are devoted to this lab? Well, each lab is 40 acres, plus the other, uh, plus the other trials that we'll do that are independent of the lab. You know, you're talking a couple hundred acres of trials at least. Okay. And then what are we seeking to find out here? We've heard, we heard a lot about calcium, Aaron. What, what, what's the big, what are you going to look out here? What, like, what is it that Aaron Stahl wants out of this? For me, it's not only just uh, yield, but uh, plant health, you know, so there's a couple different things we're going after. So obviously yield and, and ROI is the biggest thing for Kelly. So we've got to come up with programs that are going to not only help him, but help others, but also have the return on investment that's wanted. Um, you know, break-evens aren't necessarily, necessarily the, the thing that you want. So uh, going off soil tests and yield goals for him is what we're going to focus on and go after some soybean foliars, um, different things like that, try to push the envelope, later season stuff as well. Uh, the, uh, the, the soybean, when you've got a good story, we've touched on it before, Kelly, about you had massively big soybeans and they fell over. So we've talked about using PGRs, plant growth regulators. We talked about doing stuff. But you got uh, a good calcium story with soybeans. Is that something you just trialed uh, and then it become uh, standard practice? Or what's the story on calcium in your, in your soybeans to create a better skeletal system within the soybean plant? You know, going all the way back to 2017 on these irrigated acres, highly fertile soil, pushing the management, pushing the fertility. The soybeans can get chest high. We can have a storm and they can fall down. We had uh, in 2017... I had 110,000 plant count, population, stand count, if you will. And we had an average of like 162 pods on every plant. We had a bad rain come in, bad storm come in. The soybeans laid down. They aborted half the pods. When they stood back up, they, uh, they had 80 pods and they made 88 bushel. I mean, it was, it was devastating for me because I thought, I thought here I was going to have, you know, way over 100 bushel beans. And, and, and I feel like I did, but you, you got to manage it all the way through. I had it, but we couldn't harvest it. So it doesn't count, you know. And, and then we have started here and we tried to plant some very early beans under uh, irrigation to see what we could accomplish, you know, from a double crop setting. We thought we had 100 bushel beans again. They made 80. But the, the branches, you know, with the PGRs and things like that, we shrunk up the plant. But the branches got so heavy that they laid down. They couldn't support themselves. Then we, we start talking with Jason, we start talking with Aaron, and we put Liberate Calcium into our program, and we ran a trial, and we picked plants out at like a V5 or V6 stage, you know, and, and we did it throughout the season, and just touching the plants and pushing on the branches, 
the skeletal strength was remarkable. The difference in that was just remarkable. And it's a grower standard practice now. Well, here's the thing, Aaron. He's already just, you've already sold the guy on it. He's already using your calcium product as grower standard practice. What's what's left to trial? What's left to do? And I mean, we're going to go out there and hug these plants. We go, go get, give them middle names. What is it that we're going to do in these labs that's different than what he's already doing? That might help. But talking to Mike, you know, one of the things was, is he wanted to finish out some of them later pods that we're seeing. So we're going to push a little nitrogen with that. But not only that, we're going to push Sure-K, which is uh, readily available, highly available potassium. So we're going to work with that uh, vascular system in that soybean plant, keep that thing really rocking and rolling, you know, translocating nutrients. So that's what okay, we're going to so go you after just, with that. You just named, you named a product or two. So let's just yep. kind of outline this because the person that's going to attend, and by the way, the field day, if you're listening to this, is June 22nd. That's Friday, June 22nd. Uh, I'm sorry, June 20. Yeah, Thursday, June 22nd, Thursday, June 22nd at uh, Kelly's operation. So it's going to be an agri-liquid field day. You'll be able to go and see what's happening. How many treatments are we doing? He's already got standard practice using your stuff. And then you just said, now we're going to use Sure-K, a potassium product and something else. Are we going to be doing that more late season where we we used to stay out of the field? R2, R3, um, going with a gallon of our end response, which is the fast release nitrogen, try to push push some of that later growth and later trifoliates. And then and we're, we're doing, we're doing a nitrogen on soybeans. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. And cause the and idea then, is once you get to once, when you get, once you get over a certain amount of bushels, even though the soybeans are legume, it can't, it can't make enough nitrogen to get to the yields that we want to be really pushing yields. Is that the idea, Aaron? Correct. Yep. So to, and then also we're going to put in two gallons of our sure K, which is a really available potassium carbonate. So we're going to try to push that vascular system, keep that translocating of nutrients and water up and down that plant, keep that going. And then also a quarter of micro 500, which is zinc, manganese, iron, copper, boron. And we want that uh, manganese and boron for that late retention of them, them pods. And we're going to be doing that foliar? Foliar. Yep. Okay. And I, would that be happening, Kelly, like with a fungicide treatment late season? Or what are you thinking? Yes, it will. Fungicide yep. in a PGR. R3. Right, so you're, so you're going to do Evans a, a late just season. walked by and he said R3. R3. <laughs> I love Evans. See, when I talked about why you can't talk too fast, Aaron, it's not just for the Southerners. Mike Evans is kind of a slow listener also. <laughs> oh, All right. The slow walker too. If you've ever had to, if you if you need to get to the other end of the farm, you better put him in a pickup truck. He moves like a lineman. All right. So why don't we um why don't we tell the listener then what success looks like? Because essentially you're just you're adding late season stuff mostly because the preseason and the at time of planting stuff is pretty much standard practice. Is that what I'm hearing, Aaron? Yep. Okay, so the labs really are what we're doing late in the season. So you just said on soybeans, you're going to drop a potassium and a nitrogen on them foliar, probably with a the, your last, your final fungicide pass? Yep. Right. That's the plan? Okay. Yep. What are we doing on corn? What are we doing on corn beyond standard practice on these labs? So we switched some of this to standard practice, but we're also going to take uh, the UAN away and go with a slow-release nitrogen that'll give him a 30% upfront shot of nitrogen. But then also, you know, depending on rain and things like that, it'll stay where it is. So this will carry his nitrogen out up to 90 days. So we're going to gear that, maybe give him some different release curves of nitrogen that are always going to be passing each other. So there's no what we call a hidden hunger. You may not see it, but it's there. So we're going to go after that. And then also access, which is our 100% sulfate sulfur to replace style, which is 50% sulfate, 50% elemental. So we're going to go after that readily available sulfur source to that crop. And that's year. late. That's late season on the corn. 
Nope, this is planting time. All right. Late season on the corn, are we adding anything that's new from the agroliquid standpoint? I am not. I don't know if Stephanie has anything or not, Kelly. Okay. No, Kelly. yes, I believe, you know, there I would I believe there will be some K and things like that very late. Okay. But a lot of the a lot of what we're doing with Aaron is in that two by two. And which okay. and you know, and if I could talk about that sulfur for a second, that's just as important. And I put a tremendous amount of sulfur on to try to balance and amend my soil, Damien, but I still don't have enough in my tissues. So I'm very excited about this sulfur because it, it's readily available. It's there. We're going to try to get it in the plant. Calcium, I talk about being a double positive charge. Sulfur is a double negative charge. So uh, to me, it's just as challenging to get sulfur in the plant or not get it in the plant, but have it available. It's just as challenging to have sulfur available as it is to have calcium available because of the, the huge charge that they have. Interesting. So on the sulfur, that's just a corn issue? No, it's across all crops, but we see it more in corn, especially when we're talking about the nitrogen and, and the, the relationship between the sulfur and nitrogen. It, it all plays together. Got it. From both of you, final question, what's success going to look like, Aaron? What will what will you be? And success doesn't, you know, in another one of these we recorded, it doesn't mean huge yield necessarily. Sometimes it's the learning. And I, I really think agroliquid, and I told Stephanie this, I've been in the booth at Commodity Classic where they talked at great length about interpreting uh, soil analyses that a lot of farmers get them. And let's face it, they no don't, idea. There's, a, there's a few questions that they, they're afraid to ask, like, what the hell does this even mean? Yep. I think AgriLiquid does a really good job about saying, hey, you want to buy our product? That's great. Obviously, we're in business to sell product, but we also want you to be educated. And, and that's cool. Like this field there, mm -hmm. this trial, what's going to be successful? What are we going to learn that you would call success? For me, it's going to be, you know, counting these pods later on. And, and you know, I was out there this last year and boy, they were there, but the wind and stuff really did some damage. But I'm just curious to see if we can keep that vascular system open to see how we can hold and retain those pods and also some tissue tests, monitor what's getting, how it's getting into the plant. Kelly, what's going to be success for you? Obviously you like yield, you like money. Uh, we can go through all that, but is it just about seeing the yield or is it something specific that you think you're going to say, man, that's a success? Success to me is a eight bushel positive in soybeans and a 20 bushel positive in corn for what we're changing. That's what I'm hoping for. Obviously, weather is going to play a part of that, you know, but I mean, whether it's 200 and 220 or 240 and 260 for what we're changing here, I'm excited about it. I agree with it. And I need eight and 20. You need eight, but you don't need eight bushels of soybeans to pay no. for what you're doing. Different. Oh, no, no, no. When I do something like this, Damien, I don't know exactly what the retail cost here would be. But when I do something like this, I want at least a three to one return to make yeah, it yeah. worth it. Yeah. And eight and 20 is far more than a three to one. Yeah, but that's what hoping for out of this like do you think aaron on the numbers if if what you if you were going to go and pay retail to do what you're doing say on the soybeans is it is is two bushel of soybeans and uh added enough to cover the additional cost oh yeah yep okay and on corn a few bushels of corn would cover the added About cost. Four. yeah let's see that'd be yeah i i believe it'd be four or five yeah about four four to five bushel got it all right his name is aaron stall uh, with AgroLiquid, Kelly Garrett, Garrett Land and Cattle.
we're going to be at that property on June 22nd. I'm going to be there for sure. And we're going to make sure that you get all the information you need. So please join us June 22nd, area in Iowa. And it's a it's free to attend and you're going to be there and you can see these labs up and close and personal and realize what the good work we're doing to shorten your learning curve and make your farm operation more successful, bigger yields, more money. Aaron Stahl, Kelly Garrett, and I am Damian Mason with Extreme Ag. Till next time.